Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So you got me talking about stuff that I've been doing and then talking about things that I've been doing. Like, you know, games and movies and TV and stuff like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, you can subscribe. If you're watching, you can subscribe. Basically, if you are all about the Cookie Cast, you can subscribe and let us know how much you love what we're doing. So, yeah. Anyway, let's crack on. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hey, how you doing? You alright? Can you hear me? I've got some weird settings. I might be very loud. That could be a problem. Nobody wants to hear me very loud. But we'll see how we get on. I think it's those those big bits, those bits, things like that, that might be loud. You might have to turn me down. Like so many women. How you doing? You alright? You well? You been up to? You been busy? Shut up, computer. Nobody cares what you think. Good uh, good week so far. Good weekend. You have a nice time? Get some rest in? Maybe you were working. Who knows? So. Where to begin? Would help if I was on the correct note page. Here we go, here we go. Um, I should get I should get comfortable. I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Leaning Tower of Cook at this point. How's that? Can you hear me? Looks good, looks good. Okay, let's go with that. So, my youngest daughter was like, I want a gift. Um, it's a year, it's a year ago, to the day that um, that I had COVID. Um, what would be a really good gift to honour the occasion, to mark the fact that a year after getting COVID, you know, still, uh, still rocking. And apparently the answer to that question is COVID. Obviously, I don't like to talk about it. We know this. I did mention some stuff at the end of last week's episode. Um, irony, anybody? Uh, yes, the youngest daughter decided to mark the occasion of getting COVID a year ago by getting COVID again. Um, so yeah, got it from exactly the same place she got it last time, which is nice, but it's okay, don't worry, don't you fret yourself, it's not their fault, it's everyone else's fault, it's absolutely nothing to do with them, it's everybody else's fault, because everyone else is out, you know, getting back to normal. And that's the reason 
that everybody is getting the uh, getting the COVID. Um, as I said back in the last week, um, we're we're closing in on two years now, and what I can say is, for all the for all the vaccines, for all the boosters, for all the staying indoors, not being able to go to the shops when you want, for all of that nearly two years down the line I have never known it affect as many things as it does now and that would seem to be very weird when it's absolutely under control um, so I had to I had to take her for a PCR test uh, as I'm sure anybody would imagine, that was loads of fun. Um, not as much fun as when she had a negative result, no COVID, uh, and then two, three days later started displaying symptoms of COVID, had a positive lateral flow test, had to go for another PCR test, and by this point, she was like, yeah, I'm done with this shit. So the second one was an absolute nightmare. But, you know, got it done. Within 24, 48 hours, we had the result, and the result was a positive COVID test. So uh, 10 days of isolation for her um so so there was that there's there's that that's that's that um as i am um i'm in the double the double jab club means i am still able to move around um i don't have to isolate although i do have to do a PCR test for a multitude of different reasons. All because it's everyone else's fault. Um, no, I don't have a bee in my bonnet about that. But, as we know, I don't like to talk about it. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to move on from that. Uh, what I can tell you is this. Some of the things that I'm going to talk about um, will explain why this week's podcast is probably going to be a quick one. Um, so, uh, I'm not sure if I talked about this last week or if I've talked about this previously. Um, I, I've put that it continues, so I'm guessing I kind of might have talked about it before and I think I might I think at the time I talked about maybe last week I was saying that this is something that's come up in the past that I've talked about um the possibility of being cursed um and I'm not like I'm not talking like oh you know something went wrong sort of that I mean like you know somebody has physically gone out and put a voodoo curse on me um because it's just one thing after another one thing after another like bad shit happens then bad shit happens then bad shit happens 
And I will give you an example of this. Um, obviously, in the last few weeks, we've had the, the broken bone incident. Um, a situation that never really seems to get any better. Um, in in a lot of different ways. Um, then we've been hit with another bout of the COVID. And then I went out the door for a run. I was like, right, it's time to go for a run. And as I'm walking out the door, I'm putting my earphones in, get, get ready to listen to a, a lovely podcast. And as I'm putting them in my ears, I'm looking down and I'm like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that, ladies and gentlemen, is a flat tyre. Now, anybody who's been listening along for the last few weeks and the curse that's been going on and the saga that's been going on with the car will know that a flat tyre is a very strange situation to deal with when in the at that point, two weeks, in the two weeks running up to that point, I had had four new tyres fitted to the car and it took five attempts to do that. Um, anybody who, who doesn't know the story is now going, how has it taken five attempts to fit four tyres? Um, does it help to tell you that I had to take it to two different garages for two different things to be able to get those tyres put on? <sighs> so I'm there and I'm looking, I'm like, the fuck is going on here? Flat car tyre. And I'm like, okay, what? So I go back in the house and I'm like, hey, you're never going to guess what? Got a flat tyre. And the where, the where we're at now in the house, the position we're at now, is in the camp of, well, of course there's a flat tyre. Why wouldn't there be a flat tyre? Now, here's the thing. I used that car twice since getting the fourth tyre upon. Um, I think... What, well, I know for a fact one of them was to go and get the shopping. Um, as, a, as a vehicle, I'm actually staying away from using it. Um, largely because I imagine it's going to blow up at any minute. So, I haven't been using it. So, there's a flat tyre. So, I'm like, okay, uh, that needs seeing too. Uh, let me have a look, because I'm pretty sure there's something in the boot. And what I thought was in the boot was an electric um, tyre pump. That's what I thought was in the boot. I had to dig around, and there it is. Uh, it's got some fairly cryptic instructions on it, but I'm like, oh, I can work this out. Uh, one, it's got two pipes, one for something and one for something else. Not entirely sure what they are, but one of them seems to be for tires. Okay, that's. I'll use the white pipe. 
Uh, you need to turn a knob so that it's on tire, put the thing on the tire, plug it in into your what, what back in the day would have been your cigarette um, holder, cigarette lighter, um, plug it into there, turn the car on so the, the car is running, turn the machine on, tyre should inflate. There's a lot of other instructions, a lot to do with how much pressure you can get into the tyre. Depends how far, how far or for how long you can then drive the tyre. So, I'm like, right, okay. I think I've got it. I think I know what's happening here. So, plug it all, you know, plug it into the tyre, plug it into the car, turn the car on, turn the machine on, and away it goes. I'm like... Okay, this is working. Looking on the dials going up and down. It's saying one thing, it's saying something else. It's going to... And then I'm like, pretty sure that tyre is inflating. As far as I can see, the tyre is inflating. So we're, we're on a winner. So, I get through the process. The tyre basically inflates to what I believe is an adequate amount to be able to drive it it's saying it's got the right pressure in it we're, we're good so i then look at the machine again i'm like pretty sure the 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 bar across the top that gave me a load of information was green when i plugged it in when i took it out of the packet and stuff but now it's it's yellow amber whatever you want to sort of call it so i'm like hmm hang on a minute if it was green and it's now yellow that would suggest that something's happened something's affecting this machine why does that symbol look like a can being shook shaken how's i Ah, fuck. As I unscrew the pipe from the tyre, all this white stuff's coming out, which I initially think is tyre soap, which, for those of you who don't know, tyre soap is used to put a tyre on a rim, uh, makes it slippy and makes it go on easy. After a while, I'm like, I think this is coming out of the machine. I think this machine is not something that inflates your tyre. I think this is something that put stuff into your tyre to seal it to then inflate it shit thinking about it now I'm pretty sure the other option might have just inflated the tyre balls anyway so I'm like fuck tyre's inflated though so you know, pack everything away and I ring the place the same place that's done all four tyres. Hi, been in a few times in the last few weeks and I need, uh, I've come out to my car this morning and I've got a flat tyre and there's just silence. I'm like, is there any chance I can bring it in for you to have a look at it? Yeah, bring it in this afternoon. This garage, it's, a, it's an odd place because they don't take any details when they tell you to come in. They're like, just come in this afternoon. Uh, okay, I'll see you then. 
So I go and I tell the guy, uh, one of the guys that's there is a the guy I've been dealing with. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you've, you've been in a lot. You're not having a lot of luck, are you? I was like, no. He's like, right, okay. Uh, we'll have a look. Now, let's let's not be around the bush here. Let's not, let's not mix our words. I am... I can't say 100%, but I'm basically 100% sure that, they, that this is something they've done. I'm like, you haven't sealed the tyre properly. And all the airs come out. Because this tyre was flat. And all I can think is, I haven't done enough with or to this car to end up with a flat tyre. The guy's like, oh, depending on what stuff has gone into the tyre to replace it, you might have killed that tyre, depending. Like, if we find something that's, you know, the tyre's been deflated, then that tyre might be dead. Like, of course it will be. Why wouldn't it? So, come back in an hour. I'm like, okay, an hour is not ideal, but cool, I'll be back in an hour. Go away, come back in an hour. Noticing the car is on a jack and a wheel is off the car. I'm like, this is bad news. You're going to show me that something's happened to the vehicle, which has basically punctured the tire, but it's actually damaged to the car. Brilliant. So the guy's like, oh, do you want to show this guy what's wrong with his car? I'm like, here we go. It's like, there you go. That's what's wrong with your tire. Screw right through the centre of the tyre, at which point it goes, uh, and obviously because that stuff went into the tyre to inflate it, that tyre is now dead. I'm like, of course it is. Have you got a tyre you can put on? Let me have a look for you. Yeah, yeah, I've got one I can put on. I'll discount it for you because you've been in a lot recently. I'm like, no fucking shit. Now, admittedly, they did it in like 10 minutes. But uh, in case you're you're trying to keep count or you're struggling to keep count, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, that's five tyres on one car in two weeks. It's got to the situation now where the curse is that much of a thing that people have, other people have started using it as excuses for things a couple of times in the last week somebody has said i blame this on andy's curse i'm like yep yeah, seems fitting at least you're getting some use out of it more than i am <sighs> so What else have we got? Been through the curse, been through the tyre saga. Uh, You see, I I put this on my list. Um, As I'm sure you can imagine, it's natural to shy away from stuff that makes you look bad. Um... Something I've been, I mean, not going through something or not dealing with something, but kind of, but not as bad as it sounds. So here's the thing. Um, 
I own a PlayStation 4 and an Xbox One. The Xbox One, through the X number of years that I've owned it, has basically been a very big, very heavy paperweight. It had probably 10, 15, 20% as much usage as the PlayStation 4 has. <clears throat> and that's that. When it came to uh, the new generation of things, I was very sour on the new generation, as it was. And I was like, I'm definitely not buying both consoles. I'm just going to get the PlayStation 5, because the PlayStation's got all the exclusives. Obviously, getting a PlayStation 5 is impossible, and by the sounds of it, it's going to continue to be impossible until this generation ends. So, you know, who knows? That might be part of what's going on. A friend of mine, uh, uh, a podcast alum, mentioned to me a little while ago, oh, I've got an Xbox. Um, why? Why have you done that? Why would you do that? You said you weren't getting both consoles, because he also owns a PlayStation 5. Oh, I got it for this reason. I was like, that's not a good enough reason. Oh, I got it for this reason. That's not a good enough reason. Uh, I got it for this reason. Look, whatever. You do you. That's that. And at the time, he mentioned that he got it through some kind of scheme. And I was like, I'm sure it's going to cost you more than it should have done. Last week, for some reason, it gets mentioned again. I'm like, what is this thing you're talking about? It's like, oh, you get a, you get a, an Xbox, digital Xbox, and you can just pay for it monthly. Uh, and that's that. I was like, okay. I was like, you're paying twice as much for the Xbox than it, than it costs to buy one new. I was like, no, because you're also getting Game Pass for two years. You're paying for that as well. I'm like, well, how much is Game Pass a year? Turns out, about 250 quid for two years. Turn, what it actually means is he's not paying any more. He's not paying, it's, it's zero interest. I'm like, okay. So where's the downside? Other than paying, you know, £21 a month, where's the downside? And then things went wrong. Because a situation like that, to me, is... It's a puzzle that needs to be worked out. It's 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 the crossword for people that love crosswords. It's the puzzle box for people that love puzzle boxes. It's the Rubik's Cube for people that love Rubik's Cubes. You get what I'm saying? It's a puzzle that needs to be solved as far as I'm concerned. Well, you know, can I afford £21 a month? Is there a downside to this? I really wanted the PS5, but that's not going to happen. And if you just be, just get the digital Xbox, then paying, you know, obviously you've got Game Pass for two years, so you're not having to pay any more for that. And then you get all the, you know, anything that comes out on the Xbox basically goes out onto Game Pass day one. So you're going to get those games, you're going to be saving like 50, what is now 60 quid a time for games. 
It's a no-brainer. This was also, I will I will point this out, this also coincides with the release of Forza 5. Now, Forza Horizon 5, sorry. Now, I will say this. I've never been a huge fan of the Forza series. It's too much driving simulator and not enough fun for me. But I love the Forza Horizon series because that is a lot less driving simulator and a lot more fun. I've played every single one of them. I've played them multiple times. I love those games. Forza 5 comes out, I'm like... I think that might have actually been what sparked the conversation. So the next thing I'm like, well, what if I buy it outright? How much is it to buy outright? And buy, I can get a digital Xbox for 250 quid. Obviously, you've got to get a second controller, so there's that. You need two years' worth of Game Pass, which you can't do. To my knowledge, I can only find six months. Pretty sure at one point I'd seen you could do it for a year. Couldn't find that. Six months, 48 quid. Okay, so 48 quid with 54 and the 250, 350 gets me through six months. And then after six months, just buy another six months. All this. So it's gone round and round and round and round and round and round and round for days. Got to solve the problem, got to solve the problem. What is the problem? How do I work at work from a different angle? Can I look at it this way? Can I look at it that way? Can I look at it the other way? Here's the thing. And this is where I've started to look at. I've started to look inwards and go. But there was a solution to this problem all along. I just wanted to find the way to. The best way to do it. But the best way to do it was actually the simplest way to do it. And the simplest way to do it is something that I did literally half an hour ago. Which was to go upstairs, unplug the Xbox One, bring it downstairs, plug it into the TV downstairs, pay £1 for a month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, let's add some more words, and then download Forza 5 through Game Pass. It's downloading as we speak, or at least I think it is. Excuse me, one sec. <coughs> Bless you, me. That was the solution. Cost me a pound and a bit of time and a bit of effort. Um, I know. There might be a little bit of a question about, well, couldn't you have done that from upstairs? Um, that's a really long story, which involves 12 very large boxes that are in the way. Um, anybody that watches the video podcasts might notice that I've been, um, more recently I'm not in the um, podcast studio, games room, entertainment room, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've joked about the fact that I'm waiting for the new podcast studio to be built um, and how the millions and millions of pounds that we get paid in advertising is paying for the podcast studio. Um, A percentage of that is true. Um, But at this point in time, I can't get into that room. And at this point in time, I I wouldn't spend any time in that room anyway because of the puppy dog 
So, everything has to be downstairs, and that's what's happened. It's cost me a pound to solve the problem. But it was going to cost me 500 in the way I was going to in the way I was going to solve it or it was going to cost me 350 but in the end it cost me a pound and I've had to look at that I've had to look at that and go what is that all about what is what is that is that is that the crossword? The Rubik's Cube? The puzzle box? The... The whatever? Is it that? Is that it? Because I've had it I've had it recently with like... There's a couple of games, two or three games that I want. And uh, as we'll get to in a little while... There's a reason that I want those games more, more recently. And... It, it occupies massive amounts of time in the day, in my head, trying to work out, oh, well, I've got a game card that's got £10 something on it. I've already got um, like six or seven pounds on the PlayStation Store in credit. If I get a £10 voucher, add that to... Um, the PlayStation Store credit. That's like 16, 17 quid. All I have to do is pay the difference. And on the store, the game I'm looking at is £40, whereas a lot of other places it's like 46 So I'm actually saving money there. And then all I have to pay out is like 20, 22, 23 pounds, 24 pounds maybe. Is that the solution? Is that the answer? And then the next thing I'm like, but you've got a game that you're playing. Currently playing. So why do you need to do that? And I've noticed that this is a thing. More recently, it's this ongoing... I need to solve this problem that is self-made. And I don't get it. Like what? What is that? Why is it there? Why does it exist? It's weird. Um, something I don't I don't often talk too much about. I don't like to. the The reason being is I don't want to jinx anything. Um, I am personally on a weight loss journey. Um, I set a target, I set a goal, and I'm on I'm on route. Uh, initially, I set a target too high. I wanted I wanted to lose three pounds a week, whilst forgetting that I'm a 41 year old man and my metabolism won't allow three pounds a week. So I had to reevaluate because each week, week in week out, I was disappointed. And what I was disappointed with was I wasn't getting the three; I was getting two. So I Took a step back, reevaluated. I was like, right, let's just, just go for the two each week. If we get three, great. If we don't get the two, that's not as good. And week in, week out, that, that weight has been coming down. That weight has been coming off, as anybody who listens to this will know. 
I do a lot to achieve that. Um, intermittent fasting, running five times a week, working out six times a week, watching what I eat, only having like a, a cheat meal or a binge or whatever one day a week. Um, it's a, it's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing battle. It's an ongoing struggle. And it's going, you know, it's it's every week, week in, week out, it is moving forward. Just glacially slow. But, you know, that's that's the price you pay. This week, however, this week, I've noticed things have slowed down. Now, a few years ago, I made the decision to lose uh, as much weight as I could, and I lost a lot of weight. I lost 11 stone. Uh, for any Americans listening, that's 400 pounds. Uh, I believe that's 154 pounds. Um, I'm now second-guessing with those maths, but, you know. Um... I lost around about 11 stone, uh, and then I reached a weight loss plateau, uh, a point in time where I couldn't go any further. A personal trainer at the time told me that I wasn't eating enough. I was eating too much sugar uh, in the form of fruit, and I wasn't eating enough. I needed to increase my protein intake, so on and so forth. Um, As it was... Uh, I ended up losing another stone, stone and a half, in an incredibly unhealthy way. Um, And ended up putting back on a lot. So I'm now trying to lose that weight. Um, But I am a man that knows a weight loss plateau when I see one. And that's where you're doing absolutely everything that you've been doing week in, week out. You're crushing it in the in the gym. You're you're running better. You're running faster. You're trying to trying to chip away at that side of things. Your eating is on point. You may or may not have skipped a couple of meals, not intentionally, but that's what's happened. You are winning. And then the day before your cheat meal, you're like, I'll just have a little look what the scales say. And the scales say, no weight loss. And you go, well, that's not good. Luckily, the, the day of the cheat meal, had managed to lose a couple of pounds. Yay me. Unfortunately, by weigh-in day, which is today, uh, I put one of those pounds back on. So it was still a loss, but not enough of a loss. Uh, so the other day, I was like, right, I need, to get, uh, I need to get out in front of this. Googled best way to break through a weight loss uh, plateau. And it was mighty funny so uh, 10 ways to do it one of the first ones was um, cut down on carbs it's like cool I don't really eat carbs you know I eat the carbs that are in vegetables uh, but I don't eat bread I don't 
you know, the only carbs I eat uh, would be uh, crisp breads and anything, like I say, in vegetables. So there's that. Uh, think about increasing your cardio. Okay, well, I'm running five days a week. Walk the dog twice a day. Barely a day goes by when I don't do my 10,000 steps. But yeah, that sounds a good idea. Uh, and it just went like that. It just went like And basically, the 10 steps were were my diet and lifestyle. My favourite has to be point 10 was maybe think about trying intermittent fasting. I was like, cool, I fast for 18 hours a day. So, yeah, there was that. Um, so, yeah, I've hit uh, a weight loss plateau, it would seem. I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. Uh, you are saying it's been a week and you still lost weight. Ah, I can sense it. I can feel it. I feel it in my body. So, uh, next week, I'm changing... Um, my workout routine changes, which will be interesting. I always find it very interesting to start a new workout routine. Um, my brother-in-law has sent, th- sent it through this evening. It looks interesting. It looks tasty. I mentioned to him I wanted to start, I wanted to start looking at doing more um, like arm-based exercises. Get the, uh, get the guns going. And uh, he has not disappointed, let's put it that way. Um, so, we shall see. But yes, a little, uh, little disappointing to have seen a, uh, a, another weight loss plateau. So, let's just have a looky loo. Oh my god. <laughs> So, who here knows how much I love Saturdays? Everybody put your hands up. Um, <laughs> uh, you know when you realise that you've put far too much into a, into something. I've been talking, I've talked a couple of times about how excited I get for a Saturday night. It's, it's cheap meal, it's movie, it's good times it's 36 hours of not running or working out it's just the best right up until the point in time where it isn't and that is when you forget the the last time your youngest daughter had covid she went through a sleep regression so uh, i attempted to eat my tea uh, just about managed to do that before i had to go and uh, <clears throat> comfort the child back downstairs move you back on get a drink back upstairs comfort the child uh this went on and on and on eventually i had to get the child up and it was the realization that it was, i was just like okay i've put way too much emphasis on this because i was getting i was getting annoyed i was getting angry i was getting upset because I was like, this is, this is, this is my time. This is the point in time that I want 
to decompress, to earn, you know, to get the payment, the reward, whatever, for the stuff that I've earned throughout the week, that I've put the time and the effort and the sweat and the, you know, all of that that's gone into it converges on that point in time, and that was that. And then again, like with other things that I've talked about in this podcast, I had to reevaluate what was going on. My daughter was upset, inconsolable, couldn't lay her down, couldn't get her to go to sleep. And in the end, it was a case of who cares? Who cares about watching a movie or any of that sort of stuff? All that matters is that she's okay and she's all right. In the end, I ended up giving up, giving up the bed. You know, it was like, look, you sleep here. I'm going to go and sleep on the sofa. Job done. That's that's that. That was it. And that was what was important. That was what was ultimately important. But, and there is a but, it kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Because I was like, that's what you get for putting too much emphasis on something. Because then when that thing's taken away, it's like the world's ending. And the world wasn't ending. Not for me. It was for her. So, yeah. That was that. I need to. I need to reevaluate my my Saturday. Maybe it's not as all important. Uh, so, as, as I mentioned earlier, that is why I can't tell you about the film I watched because I never finished it. I watched an hour of a two and a quarter hour movie. And that was that. So I can't tell you about the film I watched. What I can tell you is I've been keeping up with. Um, watching Burn Notice, Series 2 of Burn Notice. Not religiously, just little snippets of episodes here and there. I find an episode takes me about a week to watch. Um, still enjoying it. It's still it's still, a, it's still a great show. Um, the other thing I can update you on is I've been watching What We Do in the Shadows, Series 3. Um, knocked out a couple of episodes this evening. I find this difficult to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I, I don't, I don't think I'm enjoying this series as much. It feels like a bit of a mess. It feels like like they don't know what they're doing. Like, oh, we have these, you know, they have the first series, which was great. We have the second series, which was fantastic. Where do we go from here? How do we keep these characters, for want of a better way of putting it, alive? Uh, how do we keep these characters going? How do we keep these characters developing? And I think, I was talking about it this evening, and I was saying, I think the biggest problem I have is my favourite character in it is Laszlo. And it just feels like Laszlo is this spare wheel it's like they have absolutely no idea what to do with his character so they've just put him on this like like an island with colin robinson and then they're just like are you guys going to do whatever we'll focus on something else 
And it just feels weird. It's still enjoyable. Still makes me laugh. Still makes me chuckle. But yeah, I'm 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 not really sure what it is we're achieving with this series. I haven't finished it. Uh, I don't know how close I am to finishing it. I do know. I do wonder if it's gonna suddenly change or suddenly become something else. I don't know, but yeah. It's been weird. Um, computer games. Here we go, computer games. Um, it finally happened. I, I kind of sensed it was going to, but it finally happened. I have now finished Far Cry 6. Uh, I think at this point in time, it, it's, it's become fairly evident. It's become kind of obvious, I think that I would consider this to be the best Far Cry game since Far Cry 3. It's not better than Far Cry 3. But it's the best since. Now I know what you're thinking. Not huge, hugely strong competition there. No, no it isn't. But... It came close. I'm not going to lie. There were some really enjoyable things about this game. A couple of things to just get out of the way. Um, as a game, it got quite repetitive towards back end because there was so much to do, like clear this checkpoint, clear this base, clear this, you know, do this mission where you got to go and collect something, do this mission where you got to go and collect something else. Having done that for many, 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 many hours, as you can imagine, quite repetitive um something that really surprised me but at the same time didn't is the quality of the missions really dropped off at the back end there was a mission at the back end of that game which was oh go and find uh 10 jammers we all love the find the jammers and i was like we're doing this now this has got to be like a couple of levels, a couple of missions before the end. And we're doing this now? Now, admittedly, it did give you a little bit of a get-out-of-jail-free card because so far through, it went, oh, you've knocked out enough jammers. Um, we've managed to find the place that you're going to, so don't worry about the rest. I was like, eh, you told me there was 10, so I'm going to do all 10. Which I did. Maybe there was a little bit of an element of uh, dragging, uh, dragging the last bit of the game out because I knew it was coming to an end. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was a really good game. It was really enjoyable to play. Um, like I've said throughout when I've been reviewing this game, it's had its ups and downs. Um, Quality-wise, had its ups and downs. Um, you know, the... Glitches here and there, some design choices, that whole thing where you go into a new area and it completely turns off all of the hood. It's like, what reason for this? It makes navigation super difficult. Things like that, um, which were just odd choices. Uh, I kind of wish they'd have sorted it out in maybe an update or something, but it never seemed to happen. Um, 
the game did that thing, and I'm not going to lie, it's not something I really like, where it went, oh, you finished the game, but there's more game. It's like, okay, talk to me. It's like, yeah, each week, I was like, and I'm out. Yeah, so each week, there's an area of the map that will get taken back by the bad guys, and it'll be more difficult and it'll be a higher level and you've got to reclaim it from the bad guys i was like no i'm 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 good thanks we've finished the game credits rolled turn it off so that was that um i started playing last night the playstation plus game for this month which i believe is called kingdom of amalu now i remember this game originally this is a remaster of a game from a long time ago. I believe this game was available on the PS3. I believe this is the second time it's been available on PlayStation Plus. It is an RPG and a bog standard RPG at that. Although, having played an hour and a half of it, I found it to be quite fun. I remember enjoying it a lot. Um previously having played it previously um like i say i'm I'm pretty sure i've played it before and i'm pretty sure i really enjoyed it um so there's that side of things um but as i've mentioned i am currently or at least i hope i am currently downloading forza 5 not gonna lie if it's downloaded tonight, which it said it was 109 gig and was going to take just short of 10 hours to download. So it's probably not going to be this evening. Uh, but if it is, I'm absolutely playing Forza 5. Let's put it that way. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, and if I'm playing Forza 5, you know I'm going to be updating you with how that's going. That, ladies and gents, is that. That is the end of the podcast. Thank you for riding along with me, being my ride or die bitches. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. I've I've inhaled wrong and now I've got a tickle. So, best thing to do is say bye to you guys and I'll catch you next time. Keep it real. Bye. So there you go. What do you think to that? Another podcast done. Another week closer to... I think we both know what it's close to. Let's not say it, hey? so yeah that's it for this one uh if you're watching listening or just all about the cookie cast love that's great do think about subscribing wherever you get in your podcasts whether it's soundcloud itunes or youtube and uh anywhere else you might be getting them you can also jump over to our website it's thecookiecast.com over there you've got links for social media and emails drop us a line let us know how you're getting on That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.